Thanks for joining us on Real Talk with Chuck and Pam. I'm sorry I didn't hit the record button earlier because you could have gotten Pam's fashion guidance right here with Real Talk with Chuck and Pam. Chuck, are you going to be, I think, enlightened by what I've, I've shared with you? You know that I come to you and I say, be honest, does <laughs> and, this look stupid? And am and I honest? You, you are, yeah, but, you, but you do it in such a nice way. I never feel, as, I never feel you know, dumb. You're very constructive in your criticism, and I, I really greatly appreciate that. Well, Thank you. That's nice to hear. Mm-hmm. Good thing you can't hear what's going on in my head. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 not at all. Actually, I think I think clothing, hair, makeup, all that stuff is really, really difficult. As you know from our little mm-hmm. videos that mm-hmm. we've done, hair and makeup really is a difficult thing to do. Well, and we're our own worst critics. Mm-hmm. Look in the mirror and say, oh, that doesn't look right then. That's why you need another pair of eyes. Oh my gosh, at least one more set of eyes. I have three different dresses in my suitcase packed and ready to go to the Critics' Choice Awards because I just can't make up my mind which one is going to look good on that day. What if my belly is poochy that that day? And then what am I going to wear? I guess I'll wear the ruched the, dress the, then. The, the, the poochy belly. Poochy yeah, bellies are a real that. thing, right, ladies? Yes, they they all agree with me. I, yeah, guys <laughs> have that problem too. You yeah. Know. <laughs> you know, that whole dad bod thing. That, yeah. Oh, and I never believe that bullshit, by the way, where, oh, the dad bod's now sexy. And it's all oh, bullshit. I look at it, and it's not attractive at all. I don't quite <laughs> understand where they yeah. got that. I wonder who really started yeah, some, that trend. some dad <laughs> yeah, right. or three in an agency yeah, started that. So. Well, yeah, well, I'll, I'll have my dad bod on display, uh, and we'll be among the, the, the beautiful people, as they call them. That's right. Uh, we're going out to Los Angeles. Uh, the Critics' Choice Award is this Sunday at the new location, the Fairmont Plaza Hotel, which apparently, what I've read, is a really big, huge venue that they just got done renovating. It had been closed oh. a couple of years, uh, and they've uh, expanded the space. Uh, they they retrofitted it. it. Apparently, from the pictures I've seen, it looks beautiful. Apparently, they did the Grammys there once. Oh. They have a room big enough that they did that. Okay, that gives me hope. Right, because, yeah, we are in the main ballroom, whatever that is. Uh, Thanks to Chuck, I am in the main ballroom with him because they have split us up because there's not enough room for everybody. So Mm -hmm. thank you again, Chuck. So, yes, you're my guest. I expect this to be paid back next year. (laughs) Absolutely. Because they said the people in the main (laughs) ballroom are more than likely (laughs) in the closet next year. So we'll, we'll have to see what happens. But, you know, it's always a fun Time. Uh, I know there are people we're looking forward to meeting, and I certainly hope they're there because that's, you know, that is a question this year. We haven't gotten a list yet of who's confirmed to be there, and there's still a little bit of that COVID thing hanging over us. Oh, that is an understatement. Yeah. <laughs> um, who are you most excited to see that you're you're pretty sure will be there? Not yeah. who your dream is, because we all know that's Kate Winslet. Yes. Yes. Hope. I hope Kate's there, but then again, I don't want an incident. Um, uh, you know, Michael Keaton and Nicolas Cage, I think, would be towards the top. I've always admired both of them. Right. Uh, they both seem very accessible, uh, so I'd love to talk to them. Uh, we found out that Carrie Mulligan is going to be there, and I've always had uh, just great respect for her right. as well. 
And we would be in the company of sports legends if we could get a few seconds with Serena and Venus Williams, who will be there in support of Will Smith for King Richard. So, yeah, those... Those folks would probably be at the top of my list. How about you? Or did I just steal your thunder? No, no, no. I, well, I'm right there with you, especially with Venus and Serena Williams and then Will Smith. Um, if I could get a chance to meet them, I would I would absolutely melt, especially <laughs> Venus and Serena Williams, who yes, are powerhouses yes. and, and still are within the tennis community. Um, I think that uh, Idris Elba... <laughs> Mm-hmm. Is up there, and I heard he is going to be presenting an award. Oh so, my God! I know. Oh, and we were joking about this last I night know. about maybe he's not going to be there. Yeah, yeah. Idris is is uh, Pam's Kate Winslet. Okay, let's just say that. Absolutely. So, and who could blame you? <laughs> who could blame you? Yeah, I wish that someone could record us as we meet these people. You know, to see how we stammer and. Well, we and, can ask yeah, Kristen to do that. Yeah, I am know. sure that she would be happy to record. See if this. we could pull, you know, put a put a complete sentence together. <laughs> you so. know, you talked about. Carrie Mulligan being there yeah. when she was nominated for so many different things for Promising Young Woman, that was the heat of COVID. So we weren't yes. we weren't able to go to the Critics' Choice well, Award that year. Yeah. Right. So this that would be wonderful to be able to, to meet her because that still is a very, very important film and message. It is and an a powerful important one. film and message, but it's funny, I don't think of that movie when I think of her. What do you uh, think of? I think of an education. Oh yeah. I think of she made a great <laughs> film. Uh, on Netflix that nobody saw I know. called The Dig. Yep. I love that film yep. with Ray Fiennes. And also Wildlife with Jake Gyllenhaal. I mean, and it just shows her versatility and she just, there's nothing she can't do wrong. I like her and everything I see her in. Yeah, I would agree with you. It's kind of funny you say, oh, what? And Far From the Madding Crowd. I've got that one. I love oh, that film okay. too. I wasn't as big of a fan of that one as I was the other ones that you had mentioned. I like that author. I love his book. So okay. I was kind of, yeah. Okay. Um, you talked about Ray Fines, and I remember back in the day I was reading. Um, who writes the really long articles? Is it Vanity Fair that yes. has the super long ones? Okay, mm-hmm. so this is right after I had one of my kids. I'm soaking in the bathtub, and I am reading Vanity Fair, and there's an article about Ray Fines. And if my memory serves me correctly, which sometimes it doesn't, so take this all with a grain of salt. Um, they interviewed his siblings. He has many siblings. Joseph, I know, is an actor, and I, I didn't realize he had other siblings. I, I believe he's from a big Irish family, maybe. Irish Catholic, um, probably. Okay. Yeah. yeah, and they have no idea why they call why he calls himself Rafe. He's Ralph. <laughs> <laughs> that is funny. That is funny. Because I always wondered, am I mispronouncing? Right? Is there some pronunciation I'm not aware of? Is that, is that like, you know, Christoph instead of Christopher? Like, okay, whatever, man. So there but, you go. But, but that's very smart. I mean, it made him stand out. Right. Yep, definitely. And I'm sure in a big Irish Catholic family, you need to stand out. You need to stand out. That's right. That's <laughs> or right. you don't get fed. I'm try and look and see how many brothers and sisters he's got. But yeah, too bad he's not going to be there, but maybe one day. Yeah, maybe one, one day. day. One day. So we'll, we'll get you up to date. Please follow us, realtalkwithchuckandpam.com. Look on Facebook. We'll be doing some live postings, Facebook oh, yeah. Live. All night. Um, watch it on the CW. Uh, Kristen will be wearing a red dress. I will be in an asymmetrical black ball gown. Wait till you see what that. What does that mean, asymmetrical? Or is it I just have, something I have to see? You you have to see it. You have to see it. have to see it. Yes. Okay. And Chuck, you'll be in a black tux, correct? Black tux. I have a nice little uh, vest that has a very distinctive pattern on it. So try to, you know, you know, you know, I, you know with me, uh, baby steps. <laughs> you, baby you will look very steps. sharp, I'm sure. And, and we will stand out. All three of us will stand out for another reason. And again, 
Tune in to find out why we will stand out from the rest of the crowd. Kind of like Rafe. Mm -hmm. Five siblings, by the way. Five, okay. (laughs) It's a small Irish Catholic family. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, really it is. (laughs) So this week, not a lot going on. Yeah, yeah. However, there are some things on TV that I just kind of want to throw out there to people if if they need a new series to binge. Um, tell us what the movie is that's premiering on Netflix starting Friday. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus is not the name of the movie. You know. Oh, Jesus. I feel like I'm from Fargo. I know that, uh, Netflix has promised us a new week, a new movie every week, uh, in 2022. Uh, I haven't been impressed so far. And the Adam Project, I, I, I have a hard time thinking or remembering of a film this lazy. This is a lazy movie. I mean, it's a bad film, but also it's just lazy. There's nothing original no. in this film whatsoever. And I would be hard-pressed to think of a movie in recent memory that had such shoddy special effects. Huh. I don't know. I, I know you saw it. I'm sure it just left your memory as soon as you watched it, because it's that kind of movie. It, it but there's is. this there's sequences <clears throat> where Catherine Keener, yeah. there's a younger version of her, which right. goes back in time. Right. That younger version of her right. is scary. <laughs> because they don't even pretend to try and make her seem real. It's like, yeah, this is a CGI thing. Just deal with it. Okay. It was like it was like my son and his his you know friends were given a hundred bucks and say, hey, do this for us and send it in. Okay. We'll, we'll put it in. But, yeah, I mean, Ryan Reynolds goes back in time, meets his younger self, and that kid's good. Those things mm. are good. Those are great. The two of them together, I thought, man, if they would have just captured a little bit more of that. The conversations that they had, and it brings up a really interesting topic of what would you tell your your 12 or 13-year-old self and going back in time? And they talk about bullying, and they talk about, it's kind of funny, he's a scrawny little kid, and Ryan Reynolds is not scrawny. Yeah, I think at one one point, doesn't the kid say, when does this happen? When? (laughs) When? Tell me when. (laughs) Yeah, that's the fun stuff, but there's not enough. Right. Because we have to inter- interrupt it every 15 minutes with a gun battle or a spaceship battle right. or a hand-to-hand combat battle. It's like, you don't trust this material. It's lazy, lazy shit. Yeah. God, is it lazy shit. And, and, and there was also the other aspect because then there's the dad, played right. by Mark Ruffalo, who he dies early on. And so Reynolds he's is coming back and seeing him, you know, long <laughs> yeah. after he's died. There's a lot of poignancy there that they don't capture. You're right. They they miss those marks. They really have they have the the ability to for for Ryan Reynolds' character of young what was his name Adam young Adam, Adam yeah. um, when he sees his mom played by Jennifer Garner, and what would you do, Chuck? Your mom is gone now. Mm-hmm. What would you do if you could go back in time? I mean, those would be like heartbreaking, tearful moments, mm-hmm. you know, as you an adult and all that you've learned. And they and they almost <clears throat> capture that because almost. the adult Ryan adult character right. talks to mom at the bar there at that one moment. Just and that's briefly. Not briefly, a, not enough. They not missed enough. that. And again with the dad too. Do you remember a film? It was many it's many years old. It's called Frequency. Yes. Yes. Similar Dennis White, right? Yes. Yeah. And and Jim, and Jim, Jim Cavazel. Oh. And remember, they talk to each other yeah. over the ham radio yeah. Yeah. through the time. Airways. And it's like, that's the film. Yeah. That one broke my heart. Yeah. Because they did it right as far as concentrating on the emotions and the characters. Not having to have, you know, you know, blow everything up every 10 minutes. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I just, yeah. I thought it started off strong, and I was excited. And I I know you're not a big Ryan Reynolds fan because of the whole snarkiness, but I think the fact that the little kid captured that snarkiness, too, and and together they were good. And then, you know, not even midway through, it just went into the wormhole and Mm -hmm. disappeared. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah. So even though it's free, if you have Netflix, which means it's not really free, but right. you know, don't Fish. waste your time. Yeah, unless you're a kid. I think kids are going to like it. You know? What else do you have it... to talk about? Okay. All right. <laughs> We've got After Yang. This was a Sundance do we, do movie. Do we need to take a pencil in for that? <laughs> We have After, after Yang. Yang. Oh, the itching, I tell you. Oh, after God. Yang. Oh, you and Billy Crystal need to get together oh, on that God. one. Oh, my God, yes. And Billy Crystal will be at the Critics' Choice Award. I don't know why he's getting a Lifetime Achievement Award, but, you know, he's there. Well, I'm glad he's going to be there. Yeah. I think that'll be cool. Yeah, that will be cool. Um, so After Yang is a Sundance movie, and, you know, you talk about artificial intelligence. Again, Ryan Reynolds was just in Free Guy, and mm-hmm. yeah. he was this AI guy that had... A heart and soul and evolved over time. And Ex or Machina, so he or so he thought, um, Ex Machina, Terminator, I mean, the list goes on and on. Well, and there was another Sundance film that's coming out in a few weeks, You Will Not Be Alone. Oh. And even though it's not a mechanical character, it's still a character who's trying to figure out what it's like to be human. Right, right. Um, and that's what this character, Yang, who is um, a boy who is... He's an android. An android in this family, this very disconnected family. The disconnection comes between the the mother and the father. The father is played by Colin, Colin Farrell. Farrell, and the mother is played by Jodie Turner Smith. Um, their names Jake and Kira. They they don't have really good communication. They don't seem to be present in their own lives, let alone the life life of their daughter, who's this little girl who they adopted, and she's about probably three four years old. Um, absolutely adorable. Um, and Yang is there to basically care for and teach and nurture this little girl. And the relationship that, that uh, Mika has with Yang is absolutely precious. Well, Yang has broken down, basically died, if you will, no. for an AI, <laughs> if you're an AI. Um, and Jake is determined to try and find a way to bring him back to life. And as he goes around from pawn shop to other techie yeah. shops and yeah. <laughs> and he got a discounted model and you know, I guess you just don't do that the in the AI world. Nope, and, no. yeah. and uh he is privy to all of Yang's memories. Um they're little snippets of mm-hmm. the life mm-hmm. that he had with this family. And things that they didn't know about. Right. Things well, that right Yang that would go and do yeah. that they didn't know. And you see Yang's yearning for mm-hmm. wanting to be alive, for wanting to be human, to have those emotions, to to smell something and to know that that elicits a memory of something mm-hmm. good. These very human things that can't be taught, they just are. Right. Yeah. Um, and through a very, very thoughtful and, and, and forward way of thinking about how we live, Jake seems to start to understand living through the through the eyes of this AI creature. Um, there's a little bit of a side story about computer technology and spyware and what's really happening. Well, there's a, yeah, and there's a couple of spy stories too. There's a there's a museum. Yes. Who wants Yang? Right. And right. his memories uh, to to file away, and they don't want to do that. Yeah. And then of course um, Haley Lou Richardson. Right. Uh, someone who Yang met that they didn't know anything about. And they have to track her down to see, well, what, what was really going on here? Right, because these are just little snippets of memories that mm-hmm. they, they are privy to. They don't see everything. Not everything is recorded, just the things that are important to Yang. To him, yes, exactly. So, exactly. Um, seen through the eyes of, of this artificial intelligence who is 
more human than the characters themselves. Mm-hmm. And really poignant moments between the little girl Mika and Yang. I loved some of the, the scenes of him explaining what it means to be adopted. Oh my God, that just broke my heart, but it was beautiful at the same time. Um, I really enjoyed this film. I know you felt like it was a little slow. God, was it slow. Um, but but the thing is, I know why he did that. I mean, I know. I mean, the whole feeling, the whole film is about being disconnected. Mm-hmm. The family's disconnected. You know, we're disconnected from each other. Uh, I get it, and I know that that was one of the things that the director was trying to convey. But I, I, for me, it was like he was just skirting that line of okay, I feel this. But I feel it too much to where I want to turn your movie off because I'm about to fall asleep. Okay. Uh, but I know, uh, uh, how do you say his name? Kog- Koganada? I think Koganada. so. Sure. He made a great film called Columbus a couple of years ago, also with Haley Lou Richardson that I loved. So I was okay. like, well, I'm going to stick through this. And Farrell, I'm telling you, this guy, he doesn't get the credit he deserves. Mm-hmm. He has, you have to go back and look at his filmography. The last 10 years... Boy, diverse. Yeah. This is a guy who could have just been the next Tom Cruise, skirted on his looks. Talents are enough to do that. But, boy, he's challenging himself again and again. He's not taking the big budget films other than Batman, of course. But, you know, he's also doing these other things, right. too. He does a lot of indie stuff. He does. Yeah. And I just my hat, hats off to him. And he, was, he kept me hooked, too. Well, and there was this thriller aspect to it. It's a mystery, you know. What was Yang what's doing? What's going on? And yeah. is there a conspiracy of technology that's 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 trying to take over what's happening in the world? I mean, there was that. I thought that was a thrilling through line that that hooked me and brought me all the way through to the end. And I cared about Yang. It's kind of funny. I was looking up um, Yang's character uh, um, is played by. Let me look this up real quickly. Darn it all. I didn't write it down. Um, oh, sorry. Justin Justin, Min. Justin Min. Yeah. And as I'm looking at that, I, I forget that he's like a real person <laughs> playing the part of an AI. He's so good that I just felt right. like he was the AI. Oh, yeah. You know? Completely. So. Well, another interesting thing I thought about it, you know, just being a science fiction film and obviously in the future, but you don't get that sense. I mean, the technology isn't, you know, it's like not like overwhelming in a Spielberg film. It's just kind right. of mentioned. Yeah. They mentioned cloning. Right. And it's just kind of in passing. It's just everyday life. And, and, and you know, and, and the feral character ha- has problems with clones, it's intimated. Right. And there's oh, a couple it sure clones, is. <laughs> there's a couple clones who live next door. But we don't really get into that no. as to why he has that problem or why there might be a problem. It's just mentioned oh, there's clones. Right. right. And then this whole AI thing is mentioned. But it, it's not an overwhelming thing. But you see the damage that the technology has come because uh, has caused because everyone is just so disconnected. Right. And so, so I like that subtle aspect of that. Yeah, I I really enjoyed it. I would highly recommend watching it. I probably should watch it again, and I think it's only a little over ninety minutes. It's not. Yeah, long it's not film. long. It's not. It's long not. So. Um, and it is streaming on Showtime right now. It Showtime. is playing in Chicago and some larger cities right now, mm-hmm. but you can stream it on Showtime. Yep. So what else is out, Chuck? Ah, uh, Batman's out, of course. It is the movie right now. I mean, it's the one that's dominating. It is the Batman. Uh, the Batman. And it's dominating, you know, at the multiplex. I mean, most multiplexes have it on five, six screens. And Jeepers Creepers. Uh, you know, and it had a great first weekend. We'll see what it does this weekend. It probably will do well. And I think that the reason we don't have much to talk about this week is because the other studios knew. Right. We just need to clear to the decks for two weeks and let this thing run its course. Um... 
I started watching a new series on Hulu. I think the first three episodes have dropped called The Dropout uh, with Amanda Seyfried. It's based on the true story about Elizabeth Holmes, who was this tech mm-hmm. scam uh, artist total total con artist yep. um really interesting story and amanda seafried transforms herself into this woman i am hooked on it and will continue to watch it i hope you can too david o russell russell oh, yeah. the director yeah. who did american hustle and uh silver linings playbook right. he's making a film about this very subject as well and he's got jennifer lawrence back working with her again to play that part of elizabeth holmes seriously yeah so there's competing projects i don't think that's out till next year huh, interesting so, okay oh. but put yeah th- put that on your she radar really yeah this woman this holmes woman she just bamboozled everyone Whoa. and had the tech you know supposedly the technology or the gravi- gravitas to get some big didn't uh warren buffett invest money I mean, big name people invested money in this project uh, that she had that she was going to, well, you take one drop of blood and she's going to be able to tell you everything about yourself. Yeah, well, uh, testing for diseases. Right, yeah, and And genetic stuff. Uh, And ultimately, you know, when you say you can do something and you can't. Yeah, it's a problem. And somebody dies because you said you could do it, Mm -hmm. then that's a problem. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) You know, I I forgot that this was on and I found that story fascinating. You had mentioned Vanity uh, Vanity Fair. That was the first time I'd heard of this story. They had a huge article on that when it oh, broke a couple okay. years ago. Uh, so I'll check this out because I thought that story was fascinating. In this series is fascinating. Great cast of characters too. So okay. check that one out. Anything else? Are you watching anything? I'm watching The Gilded Age on HBO. Okay. Uh, the Americanized version of uh, Downton Abbey. Oh. From the same person, Julian okay. Fellows, the guy who wrote and directed. Uh, well. Oversaw Downton Abbey. He's overseeing this. Okay. Uh, and it takes place in New York in the 1880s, 1890s. And it's about old money and new money, okay. basically, is the, is the bottom line. Uh, Christine Baranski's in it and Cynthia Nixon. They're sisters who have old money. And Carrie Coon lives across the street, and she's got new money. And she wants in on the society. And the snooty old money say, no, no, how dare you even think? (laughs) You know, oh, everyone's such a bitch in this movie, in this show. They're all bitches. They're the worst, the worst people. But I think I mentioned this to you. God, the clothes. Yeah, they're cool, right? Oh, Jesus, the clothes are incredible. And I walk, but they're all, they've gotten to the point of being distracting. Because I was watching the other night and I'm thinking, how long did it take for you to get in that dress? Right, right, because there are so many layers and courses. And let me tell you, my friend Jane came over to help me try and decide among the three dresses that I was going to put on. And I bent over to put on my understuff. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is so much effort just to try Uh all this stuff on Uh again. I can't even imagine. Can't even imagine. Yeah. Like work up a sweat, you know? And and that's why I guess back then you had a a dresser. Right. I understand. To, you know, help you do Let this. me just stand here. Yeah. And then I got stuck in one of the dresses. That is a, and you don't know what I'm talking about. Every woman listening to this podcast will understand. When did this stuck. happen and why didn't I see it? Yesterday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and no one took any video to well, show. Nobody's there. That's why I got stuck. I had nobody to help me out. Well, how'd you get out? Well, I eventually got myself untangled. Did you kind of wiggle or I, something? Well, I or? did. And, and then, you know, the dogs are around my feet because I'm, I'm grunting you and groaning. You can't see this, but Pam is <laughs> wiggling around like she's having a seizure. This is great. <laughs> it's, it's very it's very scary, very claustrophobic feeling. I'm getting sweaty palms just even talking okay, about okay. it right now. But, yeah, I got stuck. Stuck in a dress. Well, and, It's horrible. Um, it's horrible. Did you buy the dress? I mean, is this a dress it's you own? Yeah. Okay, I didn't know if yeah. maybe it was at the store or No, I never try clothes on in the store. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> yeah. No, that's a really Because you don't know scary. who tried the dress on? 
Oh no, I hadn't thought about that. There's something else to feed my little weirdities. Uh, no, I just I don't I don't like the lighting and the mirrors and yeah, no. <laughs> I don't try clothes on in the dresser. Okay, all right. Well, <laughs> no, there is that that thought. <laughs> now you really won't. <laughs> nope, definitely not. So that's pretty much it though yeah. for this week, right? Yeah, and we'll be back probably in two weeks because after uh, the Critics Choice Awards, I know you're traveling for a little bit. I am. Uh, and then I. I think in a couple weeks we'll actually have some good stuff, hopefully some good stuff to talk about. Right. We've got the uh, Sandra Bullock, uh, Chaney, Channing Tatum movie coming out. Is that called The Getaway or something? Or I something like that. Yeah. It looks like a remake of Romancing the Stone, right. basically. Uh, and then Naomi Watts has got a movie coming out, right. Infinite Storm. Okay. Where she's I was stuck thinking on a Thunder or something. <laughs> no, something like that. No, no. Uh, and I think if my, my memory is kind of shot, but I think there's a couple other things that, uh, that we'll be talking about. So check back in a couple weeks. And as Pam says, make sure to follow us on Facebook and the Twitter and all that other stuff. We will be posting stuff from the Critics' Choice Awards this Sunday. And if you see us, make sure you message us on Facebook. Yeah. And if you see somebody in the audience you'd like for us to go up and talk to, let us know what question we would want to ask. Yeah, that would be cool. That would be cool. All right. Cheers, everybody. See you in a couple weeks.